Welcome to episode 45 of the Knit British podcast. This episode is all about the enabling with patterns and yarns which have been jumping to my attention. So settle in for good enabling featuring fantastic yarns and designers such as Amanda Collins, Emily K. Williams, Katya Frankel, Carrie Westman, Thea Coleman, Osa Tricosa, Claire Devine, Justina Lorikowska, Tracy Todd Hunter, Duke Van Mulligan, Louise Zazbangham, Louise Tilbrook, Danny Sunshine, and I might have forgotten some, but we'll get back to, to them in due course. So, grab a drink. Mine is sadly below par brand decaffeinated tea, but I do have rich tea biscuits. And grab a whip, and let's get going. Knit British is delighted to be sponsored by Brit Yarn. Brit Yarn have the very best of British wools and patterns by British-based designers all in one place. New in stock this month, The Shawl Project Book 2 by Joanne Grace and Kat Golden and two seasonal shades from West Yorkshire Spinners. Head to www.brityarn.co.uk Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining me today. It's really lovely to have you here. It's cold, it's grim, so come in, leave your boots at the door, get your handmade socks on, get your whip and your drink, and let's settle in for some enabling. So it's autumn, the clocks have changed, it's darker, already you're craving wool and something to do with those long dark nights and the cold and you see all the patterns and want to cast on all the things if you're anything like me. It's been busy here at KB, incredibly busy amongst other things such as the wonderful world of November which is almost upon us and other little jobs. Things have been, yeah, things have been been busy. So every now and again when I've needed a little bit of procrastination I've... uh, Headed straight to Ravelry, clicked on my pattern recommendations on the pattern page, and I've begun to suffer from those ailments that we all come down with. Every single one of us during the winter months, it begins in autumn, that I want to cast on all the things, followed quite quickly, usually by cast onitis. Um, <laughs> There, it's just incredible at this time of year, it really is. And there are lots of fantastic patterns and yarns out there that, as I say, whether it's just that it's a bit colder and we're thinking about wrapping ourselves up warmer, it's like they're surrounded by shining, flashing neon lights and I just can't help but, um, but want to buy it and cast it on and add it to my queue. And really, you know, I would be absolutely no kind of pod host if I didn't share these with you. I mean, like, what would happen if you hadn't seen them otherwise and they'd sort of gone under your radar? I I, I don't think I'd be able to forgive myself, listeners. I really don't. Heavens forfend. Again, as I say, I'm pretty sure that it's just that because it's colder and we have this wide expanse of knitting time. that's opened up to us now and um, those patterns are really appealing and the first one that 
popped up at me this week. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen me repost this one. It is the Trondra hat by Emily K. Williams. And I met Emily at Chillingville Week this year. And of course, if you took part in the Hapalong, you might know of her because she designed the extraordinary Hap cardigan, which, you know, all of my female ancestors in Shetland are probably turning in their graves going... God, yeah, armholes. Why didn't we think of armholes? <laughs> um, it's lovely. And there was a couple of people in Hapalong who, who knit that. And Trondra is a gorgeous hat, which I saw her model. Actually, I saw her model quite a few of her projects and, and a few of her upcoming designs on at Wool Week. Lots of exciting things to come from her. The Trondra hat has a clever but simple construction and a spectacular two-colour geometric design. And the hat's got a lovely bit of slouch and it's got a really fun spiral twisted crown. It's also fully lined, so, you know, who's going to be cold in that hat this winter? Not us. It's available in adult sizes, child, toddler, baby and newborn sizes. So you could have a whole family of fun twisty crowned um, hats. The sample is knit in JNS Heritage, which I already probably have told you before. I think it's an awesome yarn. Worsted, spun yarn, Shetland yarn, very, very soft. It costs £4 and is available via Ravelry. So get it in your basket, get it in your queue. You see, now I purposely... <laughs> I purposefully broke you in gently with that one. So now I'm going to take you from one hat... To 11. <laughs> because Claire Devine's tea collection has been launched with the remaining six hats and in addition to Lapsang, Earl Grey licorice, hibiscus and chai, we now have everyday brew, peppermint leaves, oolong, lady grey, chamomile and rooibos. And I was lucky enough to test some of these hats and I just love them. Oh my goodness, I don't have enough good things to say about knitting Claire Divine hats. The thing with every Claire Divine pattern is that they're just so such a pleasure to knit and the, the patterns are laid out so beautifully. There are 11 hats in the collection because it's a tribute to 11 London Road, which is the home of Ginger Twist Studio, fine purveyor of hand-dyed yarns that you see in the, in the patterns. And there are patterns which have lace and cables and mock cables and wonderfully beautifully shaped crowns and gorgeous texture and pom-poms. Now, let me just say, I have not been a fan of a pom-pom for most of my life as a child and as an adult, and I will tell you for why, because I could never make a nice pom-pom. Now that, I feel like that's a failing to, to admit that to you, that I could never make a nice pom-pom. I would always try and get the cardboard out and, you know, laboriously make the pom-pom, weaving the ball in and out until you think you've got it just, fun, just right. And then I would always either cut the cut it and it would you know all ping out the middle or I just I could not produce a pom-pom that pleased me but then I went to Macri Brothers and I bought a pom-pom maker and my life is now complete and I can make pom-poms and I can wear them <laughs> I think that the chamomile hat in the tea collection 
getting back on track, um, with its contrasting stripes and textured stitches is my favourite and I've actually made two, two of them already with the third one planned. It's just so simple and it's so eye-catching but it's you can really go wild with the colours that you choose and obviously no two hats are going to be the same. Um, so as I say, I made two of them. This is a bit like a big cast on, cast off as well because I haven't done cast on, cast off for ages because I've been testing things that I've had to be, be slightly secretive about. And, um, and so this is quite nice. It's quite nice to tell you about what I've been knitting. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, yeah, so the first chamomile that I tested, I made it in the incredible Black Wensleydale from Chopped Ginger which is a beautiful yarn, and you will have heard me talk about it on the podcast before. It's single breed, single flock from a farm in East Lothian, and it's very soft and shiny and very drapey. And I contrasted that with uh, Jameson's of Shetland Scotch Broom in a double knit, which is a contrasting yarn as well, because it's a little bit stiffer, um, it's got a bit more body, and uh, I just thought I would really like to sort of play with, with the textures in it. And... I made a huge pom-pom for that one. So huge that I can feel it bobbling when I walk and I don't care. Um, the second one I made in Wendy Ramsdale, which is a commercially spun British yarn, which is 100% British wool and contains a massum. It's a superb single ply. It's a double knit and um, I got it in the grey Leyburn colour. I think I got, I think I bought it from Brit Yarn, I think. I bought quite a few different colours, Dale, but I think I got the grey from Brit Yarn. And the contrast I used was um, Muddy Daffodils from Ginger Twist Studio, which which was a four-ply, so I doubled it. Um, and that um, was a gift uh, from the lovely Emma 1969 in my, my tea um, swap. And that's a, that's a really great pop of colour. Yeah, and so yeah, it was a little bit grello mad in the house with sort of the black and the yellow and the grey the grey and the sort of greeny yellow. I'll put some pictures um, up so you can see. But uh, yeah, I, I went a bit grello, grello mad. But the next one I'm thinking to, to do is a sort of an avocado colour yarn. I can't see it on the shelf. I can't remember where I got it from. I think it's a deep stash one. I don't know what my contrasting colour is going to be with that one. Uh, another one of the tea hat collection that I knit was the Lady Grey hat, which features a tilting lace and cable design. Very easy pattern, uh, easy to memorise. And I knit this in yarns from the plain Moberly Aran in the Scarlet Woman colourway, which she dyed for me. Uh, I saw this colour on another yarn uh, weight when we were at Pod Retreat earlier this year. And I thought it would be lovely in an Aran weight for a hat. And so she, she dyed it for me. It's bright and scandalously red and it's such a hard red to capture on camera as well. I've not been able to get a good picture of it yet because it's just 
vibrating quite a lot. It's Exmoor and Alpaca, so it's incredibly soft, um, but I think I will need to re-knit it, unfortunately, because the brim has gone a bit too slack, and it's maybe that little touch of alpaca. So I think I'll go down a size, but it's so warm, really, really warm. I don't know if she's got any of this in her shop at the moment, but I believe she's about to do an update, Nick, at Yarns from the Plain. So we'll put a little, little link to that in the show notes. If you listen to the Tea Party episode uh, number 40 with Jess and Claire, you would have heard that there could be more hats in the offing and I, for one, cannot wait for more tea hats. As I said, they're really, really fun, all double knit weight and above, so they're super fast. And I learned German cast on. Uh, with these hats, I learned Elizabeth Zimmerman's sewn bind off, cabling with a needle, all these little things that I thought oh, one day I'll learn how to do that. And I, because I was testing the hats, I thought, no, I must learn to do that because that's what's in the pattern. Fantastic. I even, as I say, learned to love, make and love and wear a pom pom. <laughs> Now the ebook, oh my god, how I wish it was an actual physical book because it's beautiful, is £10 via Ravelry and I will be revisiting some of those tea designs later on in my yarn review. I have got a couple of collections that I want to tell you about this episode and one of them is As Autumn Falls by Amanda B. Collins who you may know as Print Panda. There are four patterns in this ebook collection. There's the Bulgur Wheat Hat, which is a double knit weight um, hat with twisted and slipped stitches. A little bit of a zigzag kind of feature going on. Uh, there's Slipped Thatch, which is an Aran hat uh, with cables inspired by hay bales which is lovely then there is the emer shawl and this is this is really i mean they're all really beautiful feature um little bits of lace and slip stitches and texture and cables and sort of all of the patterns but emer is beautiful it's top down textured lace semi-circular shawl with gorgeous meanderings of these twisted stitches that then meander into lace and then meander out again and it's gorgeous and you know it really shows the creativity and how Amanda has played with texture in these designs it's it's incre it's an incredible shawl but my favorite absolute favorite in this collection is the bale cardigan. I hope I'm saying that right. This is a bottom-up cardigan with set-in sleeves and it features incredible leaves of lace uh, down the front of the cardigan which are literally falling down the front of the cardigan beautifully. Just, just such a gorgeous detail. Um, it's knit in worsted weight and it's fitted it's just incredible. When I saw the collection, I was like, ooh, hats, ooh, shawl, ooh, cardigan, yeah. Um, I wanted to run out and buy, I wanted to run out and buy the yarn as soon as I saw it. Um, it's the, it's a, it's a gorgeous collection and, a, and I think that's a cardigan that everyone will want in their, in their wardrobe. As Autumn Falls costs £9 for the collection. But the patterns are available singly too, and it's uh, all digital via Ravelry. 
do you need a little break from patterns now? Just a little one? Okay then, let's look at some yarn. The lovely Isla at Brit Yarn sent me some yarn to review for you. And as you know, Brit Yarn is the sponsor of this show. But sponsorship doesn't mean sponsored reviews in the sense that just because Isla is, is sponsoring the podcast, I'm going to talk unnecessarily glowing about the yarn. But what in fact I am going to do is speak necessarily glowingly about the yarn because it's it's really, really really lovely um but in the interests of full disclosure i was sent this yarn by knit british sponsor brit yarn um i have two yarns but one of them i'm going to talk about next time because i haven't had a chance to finish knitting with it and you know i like to knit something a little bit bigger than a swatch but swatches of course, important at Knit British this, this winter. Um, but I like to try and knit something so that you can get a really good idea. Uh, the yarn that I chose to review this episode is Chilla Valley Alpaca with Shetland Lambswool and it's chunky. Chilla Valley are based in Devon and Isla is stocking the chunky, which is 70% alpaca and 30% Shetland Lambswool. And it's available in three undyed shades, uh, Storm Cloud, Sandpiper and Mist. You get 100 gram ball and 110 meters. Uh, this blend is also avail available in an iron weight in the Mist and Storm Cloud. And that's 140 meters for 100 grams. And also available as 100% alpaca in fawn and natural but the yarn that I have is the chunky and it's in the storm cloud now and I have a little ball of it in my hand I'm gonna I'm gonna run it through my fingers so you can hear I hope you can hear it's lovely it's very very soft and the, the ply is lovely and fat it's a really fantastically plumpy chunky ply and Cloud by name, cloud by nature, because it's incredibly soft. And while it's very soft and very plumpy, it's very bouncy as well. The ball was really begging to be knit into a hat or a cowl, something really, really warm and softly luxurious. And I also wanted to test out that plump bounce with some texture. And uh, the one that I plumped for is Claire Devine's lapsang cowl which has like the lapsang hat a beautiful undulating mock cable that sort of rises up from the rib and at 110 meters this ball is at the absolutely perfect size for a hat or, or that cowl and um, because i think the cowl takes takes 110 so of course being and being a chunky yarn of course you see the results really quickly so this was a fantastically quick project. And in fact, it was so quick that I didn't even really take the same kind of notes that I usually take when I'm knitting something for a review because it was so fast. Um, Chilla Valley Alpaca and Shetland Lambs Wool. It's lovely through the fingers. It's, uh, as I say, when I, when I run it through my fingers, you can feel that softness. It's so silky. What, you'd, what you would expect from alpaca, really. But... I have to say, when I've knit with alpaca in the past, I tend to get an itchy nose um, and an itchy mouth just from the fibres, but I haven't had that with this at all. 
Um, and actually it's one of, just one of the many um, surprises I've had with knitting with this yarn, considering it's alpaca. That's sort of the first one, that it didn't make me sneeze or or, or give me sort of an itchy nose. Um, maybe it's that bit of Shetland lamb's wool in it, and, and I think that's certainly what gives it the, the, the bounce. Another feature of alpaca is that, of course, it leaves a beautiful halo over the the knitted fabric and quite often that can mean a little less stitch definition um, especially as time goes on I think that halo does increase doesn't it but I can't say that there was no stitch definition with this because those undulating uh, beautiful stitches sat so proudly off the knitting I, I put up a picture of it on Instagram and someone said Oh, and presumably that's blocked too. And I was like, no, it's not blocked. This is this is it on the needles. It's this is how what a great stitch definition this yarn has. So well defined, and I'm sure again that that's the uh, little help from from that Shetland lamb's wool, giving it giving it um, more definition. And it's full squish, and I was really chuffed because I managed to when I got to the end of the pattern. I managed to squeeze another full repeat out of the yarn that I had left, which means I've managed to get a slightly longer cowl um, lengthwise, which is nice because then you can sort of, you know, pull it down and tuck it under your coat a little bit more. Um, I was really, really pleased with that. But when it came to the washing, I was a little bit worried <laughs> because, again, one of the, the, the things we know about alpaca is that it grows and when you put it in water it has a tendency grow you know uh, in the water but it didn't do that it just you know grew as much as a normal piece of knitted fabric would i'm gonna i'm gonna possibly put that down to the addition of the 30 percent shitland lamb's wool that's maybe maybe trying to keep keep that alpaca under control a little bit i mean it's it's possibly the spinning preparation too it's worsted spun so those alpaca and Shetland fibres would have been combed together to sort of align them. And I'm sort of thinking of the Shetland as sort of a reinforcing fibre in amongst those long alpaca fibres. And, the, you know, that process makes a very soft and smooshy yarn, but it, it also makes a denser knit fabric than, than wool and spun. So, again, I'm wondering uh, if that dense, denseness, if it sort of lends itself so well to the... Um, because the Shetland is in it. I gave it a good block and uh, wanted to make it a slightly looser cowl. I already have a lapsang cowl and it's a very cosy cowl. Um, and I think, you know, because alpaca doesn't have as much memory as wool, I thought I would make block my lapsang cowl, this lapsang cowl, it's just slightly um, wider to make it slightly looser. And um, it blocked fantastically, really, really well. Um, I first I pinned it out to the size that I wanted, and then I and I left it overnight on the blocking mats, and then I um, rolled up a towel and slipped over that um, to sort of um, after that to sort of give it give it the sort of cylindrical shape. And the resultant finished object is just delightful. It's soft as kittens. Well, no, actually, no, no, it's. It's as soft as alpaca and shit and lambswool. I think we could probably do without the similes for this one because it, it, you know, 
<laughs> nothing less will do. It, that's it's it's a very soft yarn, and you chaps who listen to Knit British who try your hardest to like the Kurtful yarns, but always want to go back to the soft, soft, soft are gonna love this yarn. Chilla Valley alpaca and Shetland lambs wool chunky. Gonna be superb for your winter knits. It's luxury next to your skin and it looks beautiful and on a cold day you really will want this around your head or your neck or your shoulders or your hands and it's going to make such snuggly one skein projects um, and you could certainly make a few of the other chunky tea hat collection hats or cowls from this and you can find the printed patterns at Brit Yarn as well if you if you don't want um, a digital download. Isla has, has some of those in stock. But I saw another pattern just today, well whilst I was procrastinating on Ravelry before recording the podcast and I think it would be fantastic in this yarn. It's the Tesseract Cowl by Katya Frankel and that uses three balls of chunky and it features a a sort of geometric textured pattern with simple lace and of course Louise's favourite garter stitch and it costs £3 and I'm quite quite happy because I've snuck another pattern in there did you notice that? Uh, <laughs> definitely one to, worth looking at it looks like it'd be lovely just a long cowl um, around your neck and sort of tucked in your coat but you can also double it up and you know who doesn't want a lovely chunky cowl in their lives? Chillup Valley Alpaca costs £13.60 for a 100 gram chunky skein. It's a really special yarn and I would say it's definitely one for the selfish knitting and um, you know we all deserve a little bit of luxury. So head to britchyarn.co.uk or click on the logo in the show notes and next time I will be looking at West Yorkshire Spinner's illustrious double knit yarn. In related Brit Yarn news, of course, it's the very end of October, only a few more hours to go really, and it's been lovely to see so many of you enjoying Brit Yarn's Socks Away Cal, and there's some fantastic finished objects in the Brit Yarn Ravelry group. Uh, but you do have until the 8th of November to finish, so you could you could cast on still. There's time. There's only a few hours left to cast on to be eligible, but um, you can post your finished object in the Brit Yarn group on by midnight on November the 8th and I think I'm going to finish on time this time <laughs> and that's something you don't normally hear from me when a cal is involved I've been knitting the round round socks by Joy McMillan and I've been knitting it in her Brit sock yarn in the Violet Meadow colourway which she gave me to review now I need to go and get my project I, um, I'm going to put my project bag away so it doesn't make a, any scruffling noises. I have been beguiled by this. I, I have quite a lot of sock yarns in my stash, bought on the colour or the fibre content or what have you. But because I don't knit socks, um, they've just sort of languished in, in the stash and they just get taken out and looked at. And when Joy asked me to review this yarn, then I thought, and I got it, and I thought, oh, it's soft. And I thought, oh, shawls, ooh, ooh, because it's, it's um, the content is 40% blue face Leicester, um, 
20% British Wensleydale, 20% British alpaca, and 20% nylon. And it's really soft. And I thought, oh my God, it's going to be so drapey. I think I might make a shawl. And then I thought, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're going to make socks and you're going you're, you're gonna to enjoy it, for goodness sake. And I just thought that's what I should do. So I, I cast them on uh, and I cast on Enjoy's own pattern of the round, round socks. And it's a really, really simple pattern. Um, they're vanilla socks, they're top down, but they have an afterthought heel. And you know what? I worried about that because I thought, ooh, I thought afterthought heel was something that you sort of graduated to after a few turned heels. But no, it's just as fantastic. And <laughs> it was, no, it's not. You can, you can do it. And I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that, that technique and that process. And uh, afterthought heels are pretty fantastic. I felt empowered as a knitter, can I just say, by, by, by doing that. The yarn is very springy and it's soft and it's got, even in stockinette, it's got fantastically crisp st uh, stitch definition, crisp and clear and very, very well defined and there's a lot of lovely stretch in these, a lot of lovely stretch. Um, and I think uh, that's down to the fact as well that it's got a lovely high twist, um, gives it that sort of nice, nice definition. I'm just a few inches off finishing my second sock. And can I just thank Joy so, so very much because you've provided me with yarn and a pattern which I've enjoyed so much and it's enabled me to knit my first pair of socks or at least 75% of my first pair of socks. And this is real progress for me. It's real progress. Um, the colour I'm using is Violet Meadow. And it's uh, sort of multicoloured. It's not self-striping, but there are beautiful stripes of colour and uh, variations that have appeared as I've knit along. Beautiful greens and violets and purples. And... Um, I love the effect on the afterthought heel with a swirl of those color colors um, culminating at the at the heel. Although the only thing I would say is that I've sort of done a knobbly bobbly, <laughs> knobbly bobbly bit on the end of my afterthought heel um, when I drew those stitches together. But it'll block, it'll block out. I've got sock blockers. I can put them to good use now with actual socks that I've knitted. But the color is just so joyful, and you know somebody on. Twitter I put, posted a picture and they were like oh what's the colour and I was like meadow violets and just Joy came back and said no 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 it's it's the other way around but I like that name and so in her, in her last update she has now got um, I don't know if there's any left but there are uh, and I can't tell you because our internet is down um, but um, there is now a colourway <laughs> which is even more vibrant than this this colourway and I love the Brit sock. I'm so chuffed that the first pair of handmade socks that are going in my sock drawer are made of Brit sock. And Brit sock is is gone through a wee revolution actually. Um, Joy has changed the content slightly. It's still custom spun by John Arbin, but now it's forty percent Falkland Polworth instead of the Blueface Leicester. And Polworth is a development of the Lincoln and the Merino breeds, so it's possibly even softer than Blueface Leicester 
and if you really want some spring, spring in your step, this is a fantastic wool because it's very um, springy and elastic-y as well as soft and so it's going to be perfect uh, for socks and Joy even sent me a wee mini skein to show the difference and I would say uh, that there is a little difference in the sense that it's still a fantastic yarn it's got a beautiful high twist it's got shine on it it's soft and it really stands out from from other sock yarns and I can say that because I've gone into my stash and took out those sort of languishing sock yarns and none of them really have the shine on them or the softness or the stretch and spring that these socks have and the fact is that um, these socks are as British as they can be it's British Falklands Polworth, it's British Alpaca, it's British Wensleydale and even the nylon is sourced in this country you really can't say more British than that if you go over to the Knitting Goddess website and I'll put a link in the show notes it's available in multicolours, in semi-solid colours in amazing self-striping colours, which will make your afterthought heels even more dramatic and fantastic. And Britsock is also available in mini skeins and gorgeous colour wheel packs. So head on over to the knittinggoddess.co.uk and find your perfect Britsock. It's also worth reminding you that just for a few hours yet, Britsock is the yarn of the month over at Brit Yarn. And I know that that's been a popular yarn this month. In addition to this fantastic yarn that um, she gave me to try, um, Joy has a Polworth available in a four-ply 100% British wool, which is accompanied by 50% British Wensleydale. And she's given a skein to Knit British to give away. But I'm going to be a bit cruel. I'm going <laughs> to... I don't look at that. I give it to you and I take it away. Um, I'm going to make it a watch the space item because there's already a giveaway lined up for this podcast. And it's so confusing when there's more than one giveaway uh, in terms of entry and where to enter and what you're entering for. So that is going to be coming up soon. There is a very, very special skein of 100% British wool from the Knitting Goddess up for grabs on an episode soon. Thank you so much to Joy again and I'm so chuffed that my socks or my sock and a bit um, <laughs> are nearly finished. Um, I shan't talk, talk too, too soon in case for some reason I can't finish it but um, it was my goal this year to focus on projects that I had been avoiding and I was going to put some focus onto socks because I'd never successfully knit a pair of socks. And so I'm just so incredibly chuffed that um, I'm almost there. Was that too much yarn for you? Do you need a yarny, do you need a yarny break? A little yarny break? Well, okay, why don't we do a book review then? I've got Drift to review for you, which is the new collection curated by Eden Cottage Yarns. It features designs by 10 incredible designers, most of whom I mentioned at the outset of the show. And uh, the collection is designed in Eden Cottage Yarns Whitfell Double Knit Range, which is a mill-dyed 100% baby alpaca 
and it's incredibly soft, incredibly soft, and it creates a very cosy, lightweight fabric. There are 12 designs from hats to wristies to sweaters and cardigans and shawls. And can I just tell you that each and every one is just quite delicious and hugely cast onable. Every designer has crafted their item with, and there's knit and crochet patterns here that's not just knit. Uh, and they've, they've put their own personal stamp on it and their sort of trademark style. And that is what makes this an incredibly cast onable collection. They all tie together with this very soft yarn and uh, with the presumably the speck of of uh, designing something for the change in the seasons because it seems perfect uh, for that. And the change in the seasons is echoed very much in Victoria Magnus's incredible photography. And uh, for the most part, it's all shot in woodland locations with a really special focus uh, of close-up details of nature as much as close-up details of the knitwear. Unlike their previous collection, the Bletchley collection, the photography uh, um, is just delightful and Victoria's eye for detail is really as much of the star here as the patterns in the book. Cloudburst is the first pattern. It's by Duke of Van Mulligan and it's a simple raglan shaped jumper but with incredible effective eyelet detailing on the shoulder and at the hip uh, of the and the hem. It's so eye-catching, really eye-catching and it looks like a sort of everyday kind of throw-on sweater but with this really lovely pop of detail um, and the you know you can really see uh, in the pictures the beautiful halo of the alpaca on the yarn and it just looks like such a cozy winter jumper. Uh, there are also great accessories. Pim's Cup is by Thea Coleman and it's a great sledgy hat. Uh, lots of rib and some lace and twisted cables. Uh, Hardcastle are um, cabled mitts by Louise Tilbrook. And then there's the Deco Swirl Cowl by Louise Zass Bangham, which has column detail around the snug cowl, which that alpaca next to you your you know exposed areas around your throat is going to be so soft and comforting my other favorite garment is osa tricosa's jaja cardigan or maybe it's yaya and it's a knitted jacket really more than a cardigan and it's got this incredible pop of color in the inside button band which sort of folds over at the collar to give you an incredible zing of colour in the middle of winter and the same is on the uh, button band, the cuffs and the uh, same is on the cuffs and um, the pocket. It's really, really striking. It's um, the, the sample is knit in the dark coloured yarn so it looks like a very a dark coloured yarn but with a pop of lime um, and big buttons. It just looks like such a snug coat to throw on um, on a sort of wintry day when you want to go out and crunch some autumn leaves under your new shoes. I always think of new coats and new shoes in the autumn winter time. I don't know what it is. Beulah is a snug hat uh, with a lovely uh, flowing cable and lace design and that's by Claire Devine. And if you love cables then there is uh, the Embleton cardigan by Tracy Todd Hunter and she's also designed another two uh, des uh, 
garments in the book, the bothel hat, which is crochet, and also the crocheted Kalbeck uh, mitts, uh, and uh, those are, are particularly lovely. But my favourite has to be Carrie Westman's hat, which is called Swale. It's cosy, it has two colours, and it's a very elegant shawl. I love it. I really, really love it. And I remember she hinted during the hap along that she was designing something that was hap inspired uh, for this for a special collection. And this is it. Special indeed. There's also the turbine cardigan by Justina Larkowska. And that has a very flattering, delicate yoke detail. And then finally, there is a very sweet child sweater called Honey Bee by Danny Sunshine, which features a lovely but very simple honeycomb pattern on the placket of the jumper. Uh, and so ably modelled by the lovely Shiny Bee's uh, daughter, uh, the Beast, as she's affectionately called. Um, really, really gorgeous pictures, and those ones by Kay Bingham. Uh, there's a lot to love about this collection. The designs are all very cast honourable, and I think that the Whitfell yarn is just showcased so beautifully in this book and these designs. And, you know, as I say, being alpaca, it has that amazing halo over the fabric, and it just makes things look so cosy. Um, I highly recommend and enable you to go and get drift or put it on your Christmas list. You know, it's getting to the time of year when people are going to be thinking, what do I want for Christmas? Uh, people are like writing their Christmas lists. Some people are starting buying their Christmas presents already. Um, so you should put it on your Christmas list. There's 10 talented designers here and 12 designs which really will want to jump onto your needles and your hooks. Photography is incredible, the layout is beautiful and um, the physical book costs £18 from edencottageyarns.co.uk and the e-book is £13.50. It's also available via Ravelry. You can also buy print and digital patterns singly uh, too via Eden Cottage Yarns, which is great. Thank you so much to Eden Cottage Yarns for a preview of this lovely book and guess what Victoria has sent me? Three lovely balls of Whitfell DK for one lucky listener. Let me just dive in to the prize uh, bag and pull them out for you. When um, this yarn arrived in the post, I sort of opened the parcel and put my hand in and the softness sensory overload just went tingling right up my arm. It was fantastic. They're beautiful. There is the ebony colourway, which is um, a really rich brown. Ooh. There is the natural colourway, um, which is a beautiful cream colour. And finally, there is the misty woods. And what a gorgeous trio of yarns to win. And thank you so much to Victoria for sending those to us. Now, uh, to be in with a chance of winning, you can go to www.knitbritish.net forward slash ep hyphen 45. If you are listening via the podcast app, then you can just click on the link in, in those show notes there. If you're listening on the website, then you just need to scroll to the bottom of the page and leave a comment telling us which pattern you would cast on from the Drift collection and which colour you would choose. So you're going to have to go over to 
edencottageyarns.co.uk. Have a look at the different patterns, have a look at the different colourway names and tell us which pattern and which colour from the Whitfeld DK range you would use. Now let me get strict again. And I don't like to get strict, even though I do have very good strict face. Um, if you don't pick a colour and a pattern, then you don't get an entry. Um, I usually always have my entries in this kind of way because it's great for the person who's donated the price to see which of their designs or their colourways or their yarn bases or their books or whatever is getting your love and is popular. And... Leaving a comment saying, oh, I just can't choose, they're all lovely, gets trashed. I don't even approve those questions. And I used to ask, used to reply to them, and I used to say, you've got to choose one. You've got to, but I, I, just, I just won't do that now. It's a waste of my time. So, you know what? People are so fantastically generous to give us prizes for Knit British. And can I just say, it's usually people who've just seen, who don't listen to the podcast and don't read the blog and have just happened along that there's a prize and try and get away with any kind of old entry. Most of my uh, readers and listeners are very good at entering competitions. But I do think if someone has taken the time and the energy and the expense to send us a prize, then you can answer by just following, you know, those simple steps. So I'm afraid that if you don't answer properly, I will be trashing your comment. It's food for thought, people. It's food for thought. I'm going to have this giveaway for this incredibly soft, 100% alpaca yarn. It's not British, but it's from one of our most beloved British dyers, Eden Cottage Yarns. And therefore, it gets... The <laughs> it definitely gets... Uh, the knit British grow and spun or dyed tick seal of approval. Um, I'm going to have this open on the blog until Monday the 30th of November and it will close at 12pm UK time on that day and I will choose a winner soon thereafter. The very best of luck to you. Because I'm all about the enabling today, um, I wanted to tell you about a new yarn shop that has opened up uh, very recently and it's Phileas Yarns on Etsy and uh, Phileas Yarns is run by Sylvie who I know through Jess at Ginger Twist Studios and I really wanted to talk a little bit about this shop because um, Sylvia is dyeing yarns and the colours are literally to die for. I think in our autumn months when the colour is starting to fall from the trees and exit our um, our world for a little while because it gets a bit a bit greyer and a bit duller that we sort of crave very particular colours and it's those kind of colours that we're losing the oranges and the greens and the reds and the browns and the deep deep sort of saturated colours that all sort of begin to mute just a little bit and I was having a look at Phileas Yarns on Etsy and my autumn palette was just renewed, utterly renewed. Sylvie is now based in York and has started hand dyeing and has got a shop full of fantastic colours and I wanted to tell you a little bit about the different 
bases. She has a base called Wanderer and it's available in Arran and it's 100% British Blueface Leicester. And you know what? That Arran is, is a true Arran, I would say. It really is a true Arran and the BFL, it's, it's beautifully spun. It's not a high twist. It's got it's got air in it and the colours are truly tantalising. They're the saint Expedie, which I'm so sorry, Sylvie, that I'm going to butcher your beautiful French names because I'm just rubbish, um, which is a, a lovely red colour, uh, really, really rich tones, um, burnished uh, red. And I think that's what Sylvie made her scully in, in this in this colour, maybe not in that base, but she probably made it in the, in the DK. Um, currently available in a few different colours on her website. The blues that she dyes are so rich and royal, but there's also the Kerala, which is sort of bronzes and browns and oh, really does just so call to me so much. And then for those of you who like your pop of citrusy zing, it's also available in a colour called Cycling Through Rice Paddies, which is just incred- an incredibly vibrant green. It's beautiful. The, wa- uh, the Wanderer Aran is available in 100 gram skeins. It's 166 metres. It's British Blueface and it costs £12 for a 100 gram skein. The uh, Wanderlust DK is the same base, I think. It's a blue face luster as a luster blend. It's available in the same range of colours. I just adore the what colour, which is the burnished gold straw colourway. There's also the Bedouin, which is a deep, rich blue. Again, there's that burnished red colour and it's £14 for a 100 gram skein and you get 225 metres the photography on the Etsy shop just shows how much of a luster and a shine is on that yarn and how she's managed to create such fantastic colours. And I have samples here, sample cards of all the colours and they are like for like, a very good likeness of the colour. There is a yarn base called Escapism and that's 50% British Blueface Leicester and 50% baby alpaca it's a heavy lace and it's again the spin on the, the this is is beautiful it's going to make um, a very uh, light airy and drapey garment i would say uh, it's got the softness and the bounce of the british blue face lester and it's got all of the drape of the baby alpaca it costs 15 pounds for a 100 gram skein, which is 475 metres or 519 yards. Again, if we're looking at the selfish knitting, I think that would make uh, an incredible shawl for one's Christmas parties. Or, or if you had to part with it, a really special gift um, for somebody this Christmas, if you are indeed Christmas knitting. And you will note that I haven't said much about Christmas knitting over here at Knit British. We also have Globe Trotter, which is 100% new merino. Now, if I am I'm correct in thinking, new merino is Australian merino, but it's 100% ethical and traceable, i.e., no mulesing um, of 
um, the the merino. So that's that's a pretty special yarn right there. Very soft, velvety soft. There are um, the same range of colours available, but there is also um, one which I can't pronounce, which I'm going to try, which is Renisfiara, uh, which is a very sleek yarn, dark greys, and it's, I don't know, it's the colour of um, wet slate roof tiles. It's gorgeous, very, very nice. And finally, there is the Explorer yarn, which is the sock yarn. And uh, again, the same range of colours, the greens, the golds, the blues, the reds, the browns. This, is, this time this is South American Merino in here with 20% uh, nylon and it is uh, got a nice twist on it. It's, it's a higher twist than the rest of the yarns. Fantastic for socks, of course. And for that, it is £12 for 100 grams, which is 400 yards. That's going to make gorgeous socks for you this winter. And as I say, you have still got a couple hours left. It is still Socktober. You could um, order and cast on and um, have yourself a fantastic pair of socks in no time at all. But yeah, I really wanted just to give a little shout out to Phileas Yarns and to Sylvie and wish her all the very best with her shop and her hand dyeing operation, which she's running from her home in York. I just love the colours. As I, said, I can't say enough nice things about how deep those colours are and how gloriously juicy and lustrous and shiny they are. And I just know that you are going to love them. I'll put a link and try and see if I can put a couple of pictures on, on the show notes as well so that you can see. So that is Phileas Yarns on Etsy, a brand new dyer on the block. Do you know what? I've I've run out of time because I had still had more to talk about. I didn't get a chance to tell you about the fantastic buckle yarn from Kate Davies. I think I will keep that for um, near the time of the general release. But I have the Seven Schemes um, Club and it's it's an incredible yarn and I will tell you more about it at a later date. What else have I not had a chance to tell you about? I've not had a chance to tell you that it's Wovember soon and please do join us at wovember.com, myself and Felix Ford, uh, for a month of posts which are all about celebrating 100% wool and uh, the work that's involved with wool. And if you feel like you want to contribute anything to, to November this year, there's still time. And we've had such an amazing amount of contributions and really looking forward to bringing you that. There will be, of course, the November Wow and the November Photo Competition. So do head over to November.com to find out about that. Um, look out on the blog throughout November on my blog at knitbritish.net, I am going to have, after talking about all that colour and how we how we crave colour this time of year, I'm going to do a little 180 on you and I'm going to say, uh, put a focus on natural gradients because the Breed Swatch Along has, which is another thing that I've not had a chance to talk about today, um, the Breed Swatch Along has really um, cemented in me how fantastic natural sheepy shades 
are and of course November is uh, is upon us and that is going to be my focus for the rest of the month so over on uh, Knit British is a little midder a little moving wallpaper uh, (laughs) to November I'm going to be looking at natural gradients and designs which feature natural gradients how to make your own natural gradient yarn and how to think about playing with natural colours uh, in some of our more colourful designs. So I've got all that coming up in the next month. More from the Knit British podcast. I will be back on the 13th of... Ooh, uh, a Friday the 13th of November. Of course, I haven't even had time to wish you a happy Halloween and good sowing blessings. I hope that's plenty. Uh, and that does you. Um, have a fantastic weekend. Whatever you do, have a fantastic week. And until we meet again, take good care. Thanks for listening to the Knit British Podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British. And I'm on Ravelry as Lira.